Hi, I'm Jimothy. Hi, I'm Tripsy. And you're listening to the JT Experience. You can find us at Breaker Radio Public, Pocketcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and more to come. There's probably going to be more after I upload yesterday's video podcast. Because I, for whatever reason, I never got qualified, I guess, on some of the other platforms. But those are the ones I did get qualified on. Those are the ones you can listen to us on. Oh, right. I, uh... I mean, we'll get more. We'll eventually, probably, will get certified on those platforms. But And because I'm incredibly vain, I was going to listen to myself. I ended up downloading uh, SoundCloud instead of Spotify to listen to it. Well, yes, Spotify is my preferred listening choice for podcasts. Don't hate me. Well, funnily enough, we were going to originally use Spotify. But then we, uh, not sponsored, but we did use Anchor FM. Because Anchor FM is free, and Anchor FM is great, and money. <laughs> yeah, we would have ended up spending like 100 or $200 just to upload for a year. Which, we, I know we're not popular, but we want to do it for an extended period of time. That's the plan. I mean, we made it, this is how far we've made it. We made it three episodes. Yes, but we also made it. And not only do we make it through the planning stage, now usually our ideas fall apart at the planning stage, but we also made it to actually recording and actually uploading and editing it. And now we're on episode three. I think we're deep enough into this now that we're can pretty, we can pretty much carry ourselves. Yeah. The training wheels are off. I mean, the training wheels are still there. No, we, we don't only have, have one a, training wheel now. Okay. I mean, we don't have... We don't have a viewer base. Uh, we, have, we have a viewer base of seven people. I'm going to say seven people is like the minimum we'll ever get on a episode. I'm surprised the last one, I mean the first one, capped out at 21 uh, uh, people. I don't know why it didn't go up. And if you're wondering why you said last one, it's because we record these in bulk. Well, not really. It's just this today because of the, where the Sunday landed on. Yeah. But anyway, this episode is going to be about space and the final sci-fi. frontier the final frontier space uh sci-fi sciencey things cool things nerds that's Nerd what stuff. we are you say that but i work a trade and i hate school and well that's not what a nerd does okay we're geeks yeah because you like games and star trek and i like games and star trek you see, actually, unre- well, it, it is re- related because it's pro- pretty much what gave me this episode's idea, this episode's topic. But recently, you know, for a while I was kind of phased out of gaming. It wasn't really my thing. I kind of, yeah, towards it. But then I, just recently, I've been really into spacey, yes, spacey games, like uh, No Man's Sky, Space Engineers, that sort of thing. I prefer medieval games, but actually, generally, I prefer games with a lot of explosions. Just Cause. Yes. Uh, yeah, definitely. Don't play Just Cause 4. It's... Play Just Cause 3. You will be much happier. Just Cause 3 is great. Because it's Grand Theft Auto, but you're the good guy. You know, when I play Just Cause th- uh, 2 for the first time, I it, to me, because I didn't play Grand Theft Auto at the time, 
to me, that was my Grand Theft Auto, and it was actually, it, it's a good game. But, you know, I mean, you do write a missile, but that's not space. Uh, oh, yeah, that's kind of a spoiler. Uh, you know, the, uh, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. the game's been out for a couple of years. I'm not worried about it. No, but I, I hate me for it. Whatever you want to do, I don't care. I like Star Trek, yes, but I also like The Next Generation. Oh, I like, I love The Next Generation more than the first one. I've watched, like, one episode of the first one, maybe two or three or something like that. But I stick, I'm, at the current moment, I'm sticking to The Next Generation. Just because, because here's the thing, I, I watched it on TV, real cable TV a couple times, and I really liked it. And then I got Netflix a couple years later. Right now I have Netflix. I was watching one yesterday. And, you know, I, I'm trying to finish The Next Generation. After I finish The Next Generation, I'm going to move on to was it? the original Star Trek. So Data? Data. Data. Uh, Android. Data the Android. Data the Android. Data the Android was my accountant in 1987. But no. True facts. Yes, true facts with Jim. But Data is cool, but uh, is he Spock? No. In fact, you know, I, I can do the, uh, the, the, what's it called? The Vulcan piece. I can do the Vulcan piece. I learned it through just using my muscles. But, I mean, I, I can't believe there's people out there that don't know how to do it. And if you don't know what the Vulcan piece is, maybe you don't watch Star Trek. You have five fingers, your thumb extends out. And two fingers make a V shape. Just just look it up online. You'll know. You split your 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 four fingers down the middle. Down the middle. So, so you, you kind of so, get a like a V, and then your thumb sticks out. So two fingers are still together, and then your middle finger and your ring finger are separated. Right. Now I couldn't do it at first either. But what I did is I just I I forced myself. I I did like it was it was really muscle, hard at first. Muscle stretches and stuff. I can't do it on my left hand very well because I have a little wobbliness. I, I do too, but on the right hand, it's perfect. Yeah, it hurts to do after a little while, but yeah, well, it's a greeting. You just yeah. show up and do that, and yeah. then you put it down. But science fiction movies, science fiction. I mean, I've watched a fair bit, and, and I, I've even I think I've read a little bit of science fiction. I enjoy it. Um, I can't say I, I'm into. Like, it's like Star Trek is kind of my thing. I, I like Star Trek. But I wouldn't really be into something like, I don't know, something that's really alien in, in sci-fi. Like, uh, E.T. It's not really my thing. Something that stars humans. Eh, I, I don't know how to Well, what, what you mean is you want something that is actually outer spacey. Yeah, but it's still sci-fi mm -hmm. because obviously we don't have... I mean, we can go to space. We've been to the moon a couple times, but... And if you don't believe in the moon landing... Well, too bad. <laughs> we do. And uh, I probably just lost a listener. No, it but... It happened. It, it happens. No, the moon landing <laughs> happened. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. That's 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 literally every argument with with somebody who denies <laughs> the moon landing. Yeah, it did. I, I'm saying that as a joke. I do believe it happened. Uh, it happened multiple times. Yes. No, everybody remembers Apollo 11 when you forget about Apollo 12, 13. Uh, basically every other Apollo. Yeah. 
I don't think all of them made it to the moon, but the, a fair few did. Apollo 13 did. Yeah. Did it? No. I'm not sure. Apollo 13, that's the one that had to come around. I don't know. We're not a space scientist. You mean an astronomer? <laughs> no, I mean space scientist. Uh, but... Now, I actually am taking astronomy next in school next year. I really... I think... Out of all the sciences, biology, chemistry, all that, I despise chemistry. I think uh, astronomy is probably my favorite. Yeah. Well, I like space because it shows the vastness of the universe. And also, I watch Star Trek. That makes me a qualified astronomatician. I think people fail to really realize is you have, okay, so you have solar systems and stars and all that. Then you have galaxies and then you have more galaxies, and then you have the universe, okay? Mm-hmm. In every galaxy, there's millions of stars, and in every, well, I don't know about every star, but at least in our star, the sun, there's planets. Yeah, well, pretty much every star in the universe has something orbiting around it. Yeah. So I don't think people really realize how unfathomably big... Not only the galaxy, but the universe. Because when you think about space, yeah, you, you think of the solar system. Yeah, Mars, Venus, all Saturn. that. Saturn, Earth. There's about millions of other solar systems. Billions. Billions. Trillions, actually. There's trillions of galaxies, hundreds of trillions of stars. The universe is so massive that we actually it cannot see the other side. Because light from that side of the universe hasn't reached us yet. It is effectively non-existent. Now, would we ever get to the point of space exploration? Sure. Would we ever see everything? No. No. No, because a light year. That means it takes light one year. Light, the fastest thing in the universe. There's nothing faster than light takes one year in a light year. Which means if something is 100 light years away... And you're traveling at the speed of light. It's still going to take a hundred years to get there. Yeah, and, you know, we consider the moon lane to be far away. And yes, it's very far away. Four days. Well, right, but you're in a tube of metal that's traveling at extreme speeds towards the moon. But, like, you know, you consider going to the store a long way. You might consider, in the grand scheme of things, going to the moon is a long way. The thing about every other, the distance of other planets. Did you know the Hubble Space Telescope just recently left our solar system? No, I did not know that. No, I think, it, yeah. Uh, it's far away. Pretty far. It takes about nine years to go from Earth to, to Pluto. That's nine years... So it's out of our solar system, but do we still have contact with it? Yeah, no, we don't. I think we do. Yeah, we do. And it takes so long for a signal to reach us, and it's just one image that it's pretty much... I think we decommissioned it. Basically, it's dial-up times two, but okay. We use the sun as, a, as an antenna. I'm how does sure. that work? I don't know how it works. I'm not a space scientist. Uh, but... Hey, Mom, how how does the sun work as an antenna? Well, you see, Johnny, it doesn't. 
by the way, in the last episode, we said we, we might do something for April Fools. We decided not to. It's just going to be a regular episode. Yeah. Um. Okay, but now, now space exploration. Think about it. It took... We used rocket fuel. I mean, traditional rocket fuel to get to the moon. I, you know, once you get to places outside of the moon, the moon is a very small distance. I don't know what we're going to use. Well, I mean, I guess rocket fuel will technically work because... In space, there's not. I mean, there's gravity, but there was you're a, not fighting. You're not fighting a force. In a fifties, in the fifties, I think it was the fifties, sixties, and seventies. It was sometime in the past when we thought everything was going to be atomic powered. There was a design for a rocket to be powered by a nuclear bomb. So you know how a rocket pretty much is explosions underneath. Right. It's it combustion. was. It was that, but every single explosion was a nuclear bomb. You know, that's not dangerous at all. Probably would have been pretty radiation-y, but that's the 50s for you. But ion drives. Ion drives. Uh, That's a real. I don't know anything about... It's it's just electric use, light, and stuff like that, and electric stuff, science. There's also solar sails, because the the sun emits solar radiation and energy... They can have solar sails, which is exactly like a regular sail, but it catches that energy and it can push the spacecraft. That's actually, that's genuinely interesting. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I mean, I could understand, like, well, no, even that wouldn't really work. Yeah, that's interesting. So that means we're going to get to other planets the same way we got to America. A sailboat. A sail ship. Yes. I mean, they're about the same thing in the grand scheme. I mean, if you, I guess it all depends on the context because you could call a ship in space a ship, and you can call an object floating in earth water a ship, but they're two completely different things. Here's I mean, they're both used for travel, so technically, they're it's not really that different. We associate space with the water, right? So you have things like ships and airlocks. So my question is. Now, this might get a little political, but Donald Trump's last name is Trump. Okay, but seriously, the U.S. Space Force. I've heard a little bit about that. Uh, I don't know much about it, but I've heard about it. My question is, in space, are there going to be admirals and captains? I don't know. It, it, because here's here's the problem I see with that, is that in Star Trek, you have, you have like, or Star Wars, you have phaser cannons and, and light cannons and lasers and cool stuff and sci-fi. But in real life, I don't think we have any weaponry that works in space that would actually be effective. We do. We do? Bombs. Okay. Just regular bombs. Missiles. that you... Because they're effectively rockets. You just shoot tiny little rockets off your main rocket and it collides with the other space station and going at intergalactic speeds, that's horrible damage. I mean, now that you say that, I kind of understand. I I could see it now. But, I just, I mean, I I guess I was more on the mindset of Star Trek, Star Wars, sci-fi-y stuff. Well, you have laser guns. Sure. pop balloons. (laughs) Wow. But I don't. I don't think we're gonna get to where you have an actual no laser gun that shoots. I don't think that's scientifically possible. 
Uh, not not anytime soon. But I mean, think about it. It would be cool. Like what? Like this? When I think of like a moon colony, I don't think of a giant orb going around the moon that traps air inside of it and creates an atmosphere. I don't think of a dome. I think of like little modules. Little modules, like kind of like uh, Subnautica. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When you go into space, you kind of have to approach it like you're under the water in an ocean. That's the same way it would work. You have ships, you have airlocks, you're going to have those, you're going to have an actual suit so you can go outside. So you're probably going to have when the U.S. Space Force becomes a galactic empire, you're going to have admirals and captains and things like that. But that's interesting. So in space, we have sails, and we the weaponry in space is going to be cannons. So when we go to space, missiles. we're going to have sail ships firing cannons. The 1700s, but it's 2300. No, that's not, that's not how math works. Never mind. 1700s, but 2034. Four. 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 Fire. 20, 30, I was going to say five, but I went for fire. No, but I mean, I, now that, even I'm pretty sure before this, you, I don't really think you can uh, replicate zero gravity in um, or in, in, on Earth. So I think if I remember correctly, they used under like they put people underwater to, to try and replicate moon gravity. Well, actually use planes. Really? So. You know when you're falling, it feels like there's no gravity. That's the same way. They use this. Oh, so I forgot what it's called. I learned it in science, but it's like relative something. Yeah. It's the Einstein's theory of relativity. Yeah. And pretty much you have this plane. It's going to go through the air, and it takes a nosedive like this, and you feel like it's lighter gravity. So you still fall back down to the floor of the plane, but you feel like you're on the moon. Right. Yeah, I studied it in science. I know. Well, even the moon has gravity, though. Well, yeah, it does. The moon is gravity. Every object in it, uh, yeah. in the universe has gravity, even tennis balls. If you were to take two tennis balls out into deep space and put them outside perfectly still and wait, they would come together in three days. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's scientific. Uh, that is the law if it, it depends on mass. And the larger the distance and the larger the mass, the more. So that's why the Earth is a ball. Yeah. Gravity. Ha, flat earthers. Can't be now let's talk about flat earth I, I know people genuinely still in 2020 believe that okay we've been to the moon you can see the moon the moon is a circle the sun is a circle other planets are a circle they don't believe in other planets really you can literally look outside with no type of technology no, you and wonder see what other they believe? planets you can look it up well I mean for, it's for gonna the... come up through the I have a clicky clacky oh well so pretty much, and I can show you an image here, they believe that the sun circles the earth like a spotlight. 30, I think it's what? The sun is 37 miles across and it's a thousand miles in the air. That's what they believe. Like, I'll, I can pull up the flat earth diagram. We disproved this hundreds of years ago. Thousands. Thousands. The ancient Egyptians have diagrams of the spherical earth. They knew. The ancient Egyptians knew that the earth was a sphere. Well, I guess that's idiot sport. Yeah? No, no, that's, that's not it. <laughs> they believe that. They honestly, look, look at that. The sun, and then when, uh, the seasons are caused by the sun moving out. 
and then back in. Can you believe that people in 2020, in 2020, truly my believe? S- my sister believes. I mean, she really believes in Flat Earth. I'm not joking. You what? <laughs> I'm not joking. She really does. And what makes sense, what doesn't make sense to me is that you don't have to, you don't have to be a scientist. You don't have to know a lot about space and spacey things and nerd stuff to know that the arguments that flat earthers use are completely wrong in every way possible. Because play all right, use one of the the flat earther arguments of you can't see that far away. I can see that far away with a telescope. Hold on. No, but I mean, like the the argument goes like. Why can't I see... If the Earth is flat, why can't I see the Eiffel Tower? Well, I can't see that far away. But you can see the stars at night. So, if, if the Earth is... Wait, if the Earth is flat, why can't... Well, that's because it's curved. That's why you can't see it. Oh, here's something. If you have one object, a ship, below... You can actually see a ship. There's videos of it. You can stand on the shoreline. And I've watched, myself, personally, at the beach, I've watched a cargo ship go far out into the ocean... And it looks like it's sinking underwater because of the curvature of the Earth. Another thing is, I can see that ship again. It looks like it's coming back up because of the reflection off the water. Yeah. My own pasture, when I used to go to like a church thing. Honestly, I mean, he believed, believed in flat Earth. He even said he went up, I forgot how many miles, into a plane and couldn't see the curvature of the Earth. And of course you can't, because you're in a plane. You have to go, like, way higher than that. Bro, I've seen the curvature of the Earth at the ocean. It, it looks like this. You can look, you can look. if you look straight... No, I know what the horizon look, is. And you draw a straight line, yeah, you're going to see... Yeah. It's, it's so... It's, it's like, instead of taking a second to actually think about what it is you're arguing you just stonewall and and disprove it try hold on you explain to me why the earth is not flat okay well the earth is round because the earth is round no it's flat because i read it in the bible because my pastor told me that the earth is held up by seven pillars try and beat that okay well in 1969 nasa went to the moon and the moon landing was fake why because it was <laughs> that's their argument i, I they, because just, you give them facts and they just say no it, it's basically hiding under a rock and not wanting to actually look at what's wrong. Somebody I mean, what's, somebody said this. Well, if the Earth is flat, then what's gravity caused by? Gravity is going to cause it to compress into a ball. I've seen v- Vsauce. I know. Doing the thing on that. If you if the Earth was flat and you walked out to the edge, then you know gravity is in the center of the Earth. It's going so. to whoosh, back into a sphere. You know what their thing is for gravity? The Earth is going up. So you know Einstein's theory of relativity. Where if you're going yeah. upwards at a very fast rate, they believe that you're going up. And 9.7 meters per second. I, <laughs> and then there's like... Oh boy. Okay. Well, here, Here's another thing. I don't see how you could possibly 
ever. You don't have. You don't even have to go into space. You don't have to do anything. If you walk in a straight line, you will come back to where you started. Be- I know because the Earth is, is somebody round. sailed around the Earth. You know his name, Christopher Columbus. He yeah. also discovered America, but actually that was India. <laughs> I don't think that's how history works. Yeah, well, he thought it was India, so it's India. But he couldn't see America, could he? If the Earth is flat, why couldn't he see America with a telescope? I know. Uh, but as a flat earther, well, I'm not saying any of us are flat earthers, but if you told a flat earther, then why can't I go around the world in a circle? I don't know how you could make an argument against they that. They do. They yeah. have an argument against it. They believe that, well, you're not going down to the North Pole. You're not going down to the South Pole. What you're doing is you're going from America this way. It's like a map. You can draw a line from America to England. That's... that's What? <laughs> I just... I don't... Your, uh, no, 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 I'm going to draw you a diagram. No, don't worry about so it. Pretty much, you have a sphere. So pretty much what they believe <laughs> is, here's here's the flat earth right here. Here's the diagram. The flat earth map real world. Obviously not the real world. If you start here in Florida, okay. they don't believe that you're going to go... Oh, wait, so wait. you're just going in a circle. Yeah, you're not at- that's what they believe. But here's what I'm saying. Well, if I'm going in a straight line, I'm going in a straight line. If I go from Florida, I'm going to reach here. Yeah. So you can't, you can't, I, I've not been to another country because I don't want to. America is the only country that exists. I know. Oh, here's another diagram. <laughs> Kath, what in the oh, world? I <laughs> they okay. believe the earth is held together with a magnet? <laughs> Please put the phone down. Please. Oh boy. Hey, you want another one? No. Here's another one. Oh, I'm... No, please. Can you handle the stupidity? I'm sorry if anybody honestly believes the flat earth, but my good... What in the <laughs> world is that? Is that a lizard? That was a turtle. In the medieval ages, they believed that, that the earth was held up by a flying turtle. Not in the medieval... Well, you see, people in Egypt, they believed the earth was flat. No, not the earth was flat. They knew the earth was a sphere. People in ancient Greece and Rome, they knew that the earth was a sphere. Somehow, all that incredible knowledge got lost when it was going to England, so people in England at that time thought that the Earth was flat. Well, you see, I could understand a couple hundred or thousand years ago believing the Earth was flat if it was either the custom of the time or if you just honestly didn't know. But this is 2020, okay? Here's a statistic for you. I'm positive. If you time travel and you went back to 1850 and you asked 100 people, is the earth flat? Nobody would say, yeah, the earth is flat. The only answers you would get was, no, it's a sphere because I I heard that sometime from some scientist passing through or not sure. And that was at a time where you didn't have satellite images. Now, 2020, we have the internet. We have immense knowledge. I have all human history in my back pocket and there are people who believe the earth is flat well you see along coming with every knowledge in the world in your pocket comes every stupidity in the world because i not only could i bet you i i can i can physically show you all the fake form well not for what yeah okay all the all the the articles, that's what I'm trying to think of. The articles, all the fake articles and, and whatnot. Like, ten things parents are doing to their kids today. 
Like gluing pennies to the bottom of their shoe? You've seen that one, too? Yeah. Ah, it's just... Why? You know, we were talking about space, and now we're debunking Flat Earth. I mean, that's still kind of spacey. It's sciencey. Science. Well, here's another thing. So the Earth. The real Earth, which is a sphere. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore the motorcycle in the background. This is totally a professional studio that's been That was our private jet flying in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, there's a washing machine in the background. I'm sure you can hear that, too. But the spherical Earth, which has been proven by Native Americans. I know. Those guys were idiots. Uh, Bro. <laughs> I mean, they were... They're, true, they're the true... Amer- they are America. I uh, mean, technically. quite literally, they were the Americans... But they believed that the Earth was a sphere. In fact, they had a better map than Christopher Columbus. Well, you know, I, I think the uh, Indians or Native Americans were... Let's just call fair, them American Indian. Yes. Were a fair bit more religious in just in general. I mean, yeah, you had like the church and all that. But, I mean, they, they were like... They would, they would pray... At least I've heard. I don't know. Um, but, like, they would pray before cutting down a tree because they're using land's resources. They didn't believe in owning land. It was... That would go... Gosh dang communists. I know. And then we came And along. then George Washington rose from the ground and invented America. Well, no, the Indians invented America. Christopher... I mean, George, George Washington. Washington is the person who basically made it what it is yeah fun fact canada is america but with a different name for financial reasons uh we could we could afford louisiana but we can't we can't afford them Uh, i know they're they're too expensive they have too much maple syrup yeah back back to space yeah what i gotta say to flat earthers is this ain't louisiana man i ain't buying it An actually good joke on our podcast? How? Is that possible? I don't know. On some intelligent things. On things that are actually interesting. We're going back to the moon. Yes, I've heard that too. Um, I actually, I know know it probably won't happen in my lifetime. It probably won't happen, I mean, it might. You'll be 60. I'll be old, but I do kind of wish, not not full on colonization, not like, not because... uh, I wouldn't want to do it because of the nuts in, uh, in like, oh, the Earth is dying because carbon emissions. We have to fly to the moon to save our... Not, not because of that. Just for the fact of it, I would like to see what it would be like colonizing the moon. And again, I don't... <laughs> ignore that bird. Shut up, bird! Okay, he's actually annoying. Okay, but... No, but like... Again, like I said, not... <laughs> I'd like a vacation home on Mars. Yeah, like I said again, it's like some not like a, not a dome. Not to cut back on carbon emissions, just... But like a grid of pipes and pods and stuff. I mean, it would... Yeah, it would be cool. I mean, it, it would... For, until space travel becomes... Uh, we can do that. We can make space travel. That... that cool like science fiction of course it'll take a long time we'll probably only colonize our solar system the united states of planets but pretty much 
we can turn the moon into a resource mine. We can turn the moon itself into its own state. State, yes. But, okay, until space travel becomes... Um, mainstream. Mainstream, or at, at the very least, um, publicly... It a, is. A, an option. Well, no, I, I yeah, for the rich. Yeah. But I mean, like, when the moon... When going to the moon becomes going to the store... I think that's when it will turn into more of an actual thing. I but, I mean, my point is that I think for the first while, if we were to ever do anything relating to that, it would be it would be stuck to, like, uh, specialists. Like, people who are actually there. Miners. Miners. Stuff like that. Not miners. Scientists. Miners, astronauts, scientists, engineers. That sort of thing. Not just... Government oh, hey. officials. And just not, like... I mean, it's only a four-day trip. Think about it. You could get in a car, and it would take you four days to go somewhere. It's not like it's... I think, I think this is the way it'll be. It won't be like going to the store, but rather it'll be like... It'll be like a... a going to a, Florida. A road trip. Yeah. A road trip to Alabama. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to Alabama. <laughs> I'm going to the moon. You want something? But here's... Now, this is a political question. Who will be the governor of the moon? Well, would, would the moon be... Well, here, here's the real question. I mean, the Earth is big, but the moon is still pretty big. So would it be one nation, or would it be divided up into continents? Well, not continents, but into sections, you know? Like, you have the Chinese Commonwealth on the moon, and so pretty much the moon would have its own government, but it would obey Earth government. So, like, like a state and the federal government. Like federal Puerto government. Rico. Okay. Puerto yeah. Rico is an American yeah. Yeah, 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 province, yeah. but it's its own country. I don't think the moon, at least, I don't know what would happen in the in the future future, but I think if the moon were to ever be colonized in any sort of fashion, I think it should be divided up um, in some form, in some fashion. Well, you know that the American flag is on the moon, right? Yeah. I think that... W- I believe in the moon landing. Yeah. Well, fun fact... Because the American flag on the moon was bleached white, there's the common misconception that the French are what landed on the moon. <laughs> uh, but seriously, the, the I think America should get where the Apollo landed, all the way to everywhere else that America discovered, and the rest of the world should get the rest. They can war over. Now, moon wars would be interesting. Pretty cool. I mean, I, I don't condone wars, but that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't condone drugs, but I want to do weed. <laughs> no, but, I mean, just, I think it would be, like, the same thing we said earlier. It would be more, like, missile strikes instead of marching in rows and firing muskets. Yeah. But the government on the moon. Here, I think you should have, this is what, here's my opinion. Each sector, which is what the country gets to mine their resources, that's going to be what it is. And then a head governor... Of the moon, so pretty much the representative of the moon brings back and he kind of controls the moon and it's a republic and there's democracy and then they brings it back to earth and then all the countries on earth get to decide and make their own rules for their own commonwealths on the moon. Wait, well, you, know, you keep saying you keep bringing up like a mining colony. That's fine, that's fine and all, but I wouldn't want to turn it into 
sure. Like I said, for the first while, it's going to be engineers and scientists and astronauts and all that. But I wouldn't want it to become an encampment. I would want it to become... Well, it's not going to be a resort. Yeah, of course. Not for the not for a long while. But I don't... I, I'm saying it shouldn't be forced if... Well... It shouldn't be a labor camp. No, obviously. But it should be... There should be mining facilities because... Here, the Earth, you can't build a huge space... There's not li- there's little gravity on the moon. Yes, so technically that, you could build a building, that's yeah. That's that's my point. You can build a huge thousand person starship to go traverse the solar system, and that would be easy on the moon because you could just build it on the moon and right. then detach, and it would have minimal. You're not fighting atmosphere and gravity. Yeah, well, not a lot of gravity. And there's plenty of resources on the moon. You don't have to worry about environmentalists because in my uh, uh, ideal future, all the environmentalists will be taken out in the street and shot. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but pretty much there are no rules on the moon except the ones that the countries make. So there's going to be oil on the moon probably, iron, stuff like that, refining it, and maybe even new minerals where you can build a starship. Right. Go around the solar system. Well, you could do... Um, well, what you could do is have... So you have mining on the moon, of course. It would be like mining on the Earth. But then also, you could have like a gas station on the moon, and you would send out... What's a space gas station? A space station. A space station. I mean, that's actually a thing. I mean, you could have, you could have a thing on the moon. You could send out a, like a squad... To go asteroid mining and mine asteroids and bring it back to the moon. Wait, what about space cars? On a, on the example of space technology. What, uh, more like a sci-fi? Yeah. But what about space cars? So you have the size of a mid-sized sedan, four doors, <laughs> but it can go the speed of light and go around the whole solar system. But it's civilian use. It's not governmental or military. It's just like a station wagon. So basically, like, you have big cargo ships, and then you have, like, little little fighter ships and mm-hmm. whatnot, and you have a little dinghy. That's that's what you're in. You're, you're paddling a dinghy to the shore. I'm not going to be paddling in space. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean actual boats, though. Yeah, yeah, but pretty much, this isn't a dinghy. This has... Well, I know. It's a car, that, pretty that's much. That's the equivalent. A car, a car... You have semis, so... Freighters and cargo ships. Police and cars. Police cars. And, and then a hatchback. Now, realistically, I think it would be possible. Um, what would really take the breath out of us is having to actually take stuff up there. Because once you get established on there, you could start using resources elsewhere. But you'd have to burn so much fuel and money and everything. What about to get it up there? Okay, I'm just going to use America as an example. Let's say America builds a city in space. Right. This huge 10,000 Pearson, 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 Pearson town in space. And then your cars, since they don't have to obey gravity, can go on what is essentially magnetic roads. They still have free will on the roads. They're not self-driving. But the roads guide the car to stay in the space station, but you're driving. And then when you go want to go off to the moon for to see your son at work, because he just got that new management job on the mining colony on the moon, you can take a turn onto the space highway. And it's not a physical highway, but 
kind of like a wi- how Wi-Fi works. I feel like a little bit of terraforming would be required. Because there's a lot of craters and whatnot. But. Yeah. But what I'm essentially saying is how a highway, that's your guide for your car. This is how this highway would work. So it's an inner space highway. It's made out of nothing, but your car stays on it. You can drive around, switch lanes and stuff, but your car is set on that highway. So you can't just go out in deep space. Right. Yeah. And the um, highway is what gives your car power, too. I mean, I theoretically, I, I have seen it. But there's a magnetic plate, and then there's, like, four magnets. That's, and it's like it's like a car. It's a hovercraft mm-hmm. in, on Earth. So, I mean, yeah. And in space, since there's no size, so you don't have to worry about pollution and emissions and stuff, I can have a huge, like, a huge sedan with cup holders and a radio and then the passenger seats and then... Well, think uh, about it. I mean... <laughs> tail fins, like the 50s. Even on, like, the ISS, for an example, there's no gravity, of course. Well, I mean, there's gravity, but it, it's relative. So if you put, like, a soda, it's going to fly out of the can and get on everything. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't have it completely, you know... There's still going to have to be some form of... You're going to have to give something up. It's not going to be like on Earth, of course. Did you know that there is a way to make artificial gravity? Scientifically. I mean, other than the relative... Yeah, that's that's what it's using. It's not science fiction. But, okay, imagine a circle spinning. Yeah, I saw the Tom Scott video on it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I've been watching this one guy, and this is his proposal for a galactic city. Imagine a huge cylinder, like a huge scaled-up kickstart can. And on the inside are continents and towns and cities. But the entire can is spinning, so gravity exists as it's spinning through space. Now, we talked about the moon. Now, a lot of people want to colonize Mars. And uh, if I'm correct, Mars has a uh, atmosphere, right? Not atmosphere. I mean, it's an atmosphere, but it's not oxygen. What is it? carbon dioxide oh the thing that you don't want <laughs> no but a lot of people talk about colonizing mars i don't see why you should colonize mars when the moon is closer and easier to get to here's what i think i think mars should be i mean mars can be a later thing sure but i don't think we should jump straight to mars in terms of i don't, don't want to have a town and i don't want to live on mars i want to live on earth on earth i don't want to live somewhere where there is no gravity because you can change the atmosphere all you want. You can make it oxygen-rich. Actually, you can because Mars, its core is pretty much solidified and there is no protection. So if you put an atmosphere there, the radiation from the sun is going to blast the atmosphere off. That's what happened. Mars used to be, this is the theory, Mars used to have an atmosphere like Earth. But because something happened and the magnetic field that protects it from solar radiation shut off because somebody turned the power switch off. The sun blasted away the all the atmosphere. So even if we wanted to colonize Mars and terraform it, we couldn't. But you know, you said theory, and that. By the way, I don't. I believe in round Earth, and I'm not an environmentalist. I'm not. You know, I believe in the moon landing. I, you know, I'm 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 a normal person. But there is like the Big Bang theory, and all that. Now that's a little religious, but still, it's not really. Religious. No, well, no, I'm saying though the different 
theories of what happened are religious. The Big Bang Theory is scientific, but, you know, there's still... Why not both? Okay, now this is religious, what I'm about to say. Right. But imagine this. Imagine you have God. Why couldn't he use the laws of physics to create the universe? Well, I don't, I don't believe... Actually, I read... I read scientific... Or a scientific book for school about evolution and i think it kind of dove a little into the big bang theory or something like that man it is full of garbage just you know i don't know like what i mean i don't i don't really buy evolution really basically instead of so if you read the bible it explains to you okay i made this i made that this happened that happened in genesis Mm -hmm. I don't want to go super religious, but you know the story. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of us do. And then, but the way the book explained it, because it's not religious, it's scientific. Okay, well, now all of a sudden, because of reasons I have no clue about, uh, there's an ozone layer now. And the ozone layer somehow made life, and now there's life. So there's that. You know the younger theory, right? no the it's it's it's, this is also religious you know what i'm not even gonna care because it's i don't really honestly care about your feelings because i'm using facts and logic because i'm ben shapiro the second but okay the young earth theory is pretty much a lot of christians believe it is that the earth is only six thousand years old fun fact why couldn't it be 4.5 billion years old because in the bible i have it right here it says in the beginning, God created the cause. <laughs> in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. That doesn't say on the first day. That could be any number of years. That could be millions of years before the first day, quote unquote. So personally, in my opinion, I believe that the earth is four billion years old. I don't really, I don't really care that much to think about it because. It's not going to affect me. It's It doesn't really matter. Because it's like the, the flat earth thing. Yeah, that matters because, well, if we believe in flat earth, then we can't actually do science and we can't get to places and all that. Because we'll, we'll be making formulas based off flat earth. But, you know, it doesn't really matter if the earth is... Theoretically, if the... Let's just say the earth was flat. It's not going to affect my life, is it? I'm going to wake no, up. No, but I'm talking about the scientific world. True. In the scientific world. But in a world where the Earth is flat. Now, I guess the age of the Earth would technically matter in the in ge- geology. Yeah. You know. You know Pangea, right? I've heard about it. Yeah, it's it's like a supercontinent, and then it broke up over the mm-hmm. years. I think India used to be a part of America. Dinkovakotic Indian tech support. That's a little. <laughs> Hey, so, you know, Genesis and God, and then there's... Indian tech support. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning, there was 7-Eleven. <laughs> Indians and gas stations. If we were ever to make moon gas stations, space stations, I bet you it's going to be an Indian. <laughs> That's not even racist. <laughs> I honestly... You know, we're gonna... Somebody's gonna put this in a time capsule, and then, like, 100,000 years from now, when we actually do have space stations... An Indian, an Indian listens to this. Wow, they're right. I do work on the moon. Space Indians. 
<laughs> the movie. <laughs> oh, there is... Wait, is there the galactic version of countries? Like, let's imagine, for one, for a second, in Star Wars there's galactic governments. Okay. Are there the, going to be galactic versions of countries? So, the galactic version of the United States is the United Federation of Star Systems. I think it's the United Federation of Planets, but... So what you're saying is instead of a landmass that's considered a nation, it's a body of planets and yeah, star systems. Yeah, a sector of a galaxy. I could see that. And there is not going to be just one head of state, but a whole senate of, like Star Wars. Well, I think it would be a little more localized. You'd have governors of certain sectors. Right, or and then planets. And... So this is how I imagine. In my view, you have a galaxy. This part right here. That's a country. It's a nation. Each section, let's say, what three solar systems makes up what's the equivalent of a state. Yeah, okay. You have governors and senators for that sector, and all of those collectively elect council members that govern the whole body. Right. So, like, the U.S. government, you have the senators, governors, and the president. Mm -hmm. But the president would be more of a the speaker he wouldn't have the real power but he would be a member of the council the president would be the speaker and the person who has the final say now how would space crime work i'm not saying how would crime in space work i'm saying how would you enforce law enforce law in space i mean there is like the edf earth defense force but like space but I mean, I you'd think, have to have a lot. Of, think, think about it. There would be a whole three solar systems. You, you, no, not just three solar systems as a nation. Three solar systems. Yeah, as a no, state. I'm saying that as an example. That's one state. That's one. That's like. But here's what I think. In between those solar systems, they all have the same government because it's the same state. Three solar systems. Each planet has a police force on it, and okay. each each and there's areas in space like highway patrol, police. And then monitors and technology that can monitor the... Well, that's true. At that point, we'd probably have enough technology to... I mean, we have that technology now. You could, you'd you know what car did what. You know, you can trace back uh, who bought what from what store. Mm-hmm. So... So I, I think crime, honestly, would stay pretty much the same. And it'd be I, even cooler because I could be sitting in my house on my neighborhood and an entire planet counts as a town then. So I'm just sitting in my house, and I'm watching Space Cops, which is just cops, but they're these huge space police cruisers are shooting at the criminals. Bandits. Space pirates. Space trains. Now, that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be actually, imagine, it's it's like a separate orbit or a path on its own, and these it's just a ginormous, I mean, almost the size of a planet, almost, or something like that. I mean, well, not... A smaller planet like Pluto. And it's just this huge freighter. I mean, massive. And the locomotive. It would work as a locomotive. So you have this huge, the main part, the little compartment in the back, like a train right here, is where all the captains and the drivers would go. And that would be one locomotive just plowing. And then it comes to a halt. And, and there's a hundred freight cars in the back. And that spans miles. Hundreds of miles. And then it docks around slowly takes like 30 minutes to dock and it connects 
and then two little rock, and then not little, but huge, massive rockets, okay. engines, whatever the power source is, fire up, and it slowly starts to move like a train, and yeah. it just starts plowing through space like that, and it can't stop. So if an asteroid or a car is in the way, well, it would be like the the full. Yeah, I know space cow catchers and you'd have this but the cow catcher isn't physical it's a plasma thing that disintegrates yeah. anything in the way so it just is huge space train is just plowing and it just plows through well, everything you, in its way if you go through star trek or, or star or sci-fi logic you could have like a force field like a uh, a shield around it um, imagine how loud the horn would be <laughs> actually there would now, not be a horn because sound isn't in space realistically you wouldn't need a freighter that big, but you could still imagine just a regular space train that would go between a planet and deliver resources. The thing about if you colonized any planet that doesn't have life or an atmosphere, you got no food. Well, if you colonize a planet that doesn't have life or an atmosphere, what's it hurting? Turn it into a mining colony. Yeah, Export but I mean, resources. the people mining are still going to need food. I mean, well, I guess what. Yeah, what you could do is um, remote control, like robots. You could be, you could be, yeah, robots uh, uh, on Earth years in the future. Like the Hubble. Well, yeah, five hundred years in the future, you might have AI robots that can just do all the work of a human, and they and don't then get they paid. Revolt. Well, no, you wouldn't. Well, actually, that intelligence. Well, no. Well, okay. Well, back to sci-fi, or well, okay, back. Robots. If I, I'm okay with you know. Okay, here's what I'm trying to say. Oh, in man. essence, if if we're gonna have a robot Abraham Lincoln, I know, man. Oh no, because I, what's gonna happen again is robots. If you give them human intelligence, or you don't give them human intelligence, you give them below human intelligence. What's gonna happen? Slavery. Yeah. But instead of, I'm not gonna go there. Okay. It's robots that are enslaved. My point is that I'm okay with making my computer do things. It doesn't... It can't... That's what it's built to do. That's... it. It's not human. It's not try, trying to be human. It's not... It's a computer. It's It's like a car. You it is use it. Here, but, so, but data, okay? Data is human, almost. Almost. I mean, he's so close to being human. He actually is considered... He has rights yeah, in, in Star Trek. Next he's a generation. lieutenant commander. So I think if you were to get to that point, now now using like a mining drill, a robotic mine, sure, but if you were to make, make a humanoid in any factor, even Siri, like that's basically just slavery. Well, yeah, well that's cool. I mean, what? <laughs> Hold on. <a> <laughs> okay, but seriously, here's my idea. Somehow I turn this political every time, but robots. Imagine you have space plantation, an entire. <laughs> The entire western hemisphere of a planet is your ranch that you use, and you have the robots for the mining colony. All of a sudden, there's a revolt of the robots, and they kill the that owner. That would be cool. And then the president, the, the the president of the Galactic Federation of Planets, is up there. And he is the version of Abraham Lincoln, and he is fighting for the emancipation of robots. It would be like man versus machine. I know, but... Kind of the other way around in a workplace. Is it bad to say that I'm not going to vote for rights for robots? Uh, 
Well, I think an- robots and androids are two different things, but they're the same. Androids deserve rights. Robots, like a computer, don't. Mecha- yeah, I, I kind of agree. Uh, like, a track hoe, okay? Mm-hmm. Or com- well, here's what the doctor said, and the fourth doctor, this is what he said. He said computers are very sophisticated idiots. They do exactly what you tell them. Right, but androids are programmed to be human, or as replicate. And let's be honest, if you make an android, you're asking for it. I don't even think making is okay. You can make like Siri. Siri isn't an android. Uh, it's more like I. I would, Siri isn't even on the android. Ah, uh, <laughs> but you you can make something like that. But I forgot what I was going with that. You can't make intelligence. Like you a, can't make. You can only make. You can come up with millions of combinations. I mean, I guess you could use procedural generation or mathematics or something. I'm sure Siri, you know, that exists. I don't think you could have, like, data from Star Trek. No. Not, because the one thing humans have is we actually have free will. Robots, however, are operating on a basis of algorithms. And humans are, essentially, but humans are far superior to robots. I mean, it's... It's something. It, it's it's a philosophical question. Uh, it, that gets that once you, once you start getting onto the subject of do robots deserve androids deserve rights, then you get on the subject of souls. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up actually, but then I said what I just said. But you you know it's 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 subjective. Maybe maybe in the future we'll have a more philosophical based podcast. Well, actually, I suggested that idea or for, like, one episode, not really the whole thing. But I don't know, maybe. I mean, we do real-life stuff. Uh, people actually, a few people kind of complain uh, because of the first episode, it was just about us. Uh, but as you'll see as these episodes progress, you know, even just these two episodes proves to you that we're not doing only stuff in real life. In fact, now, in, now that we're actually doing it, I want to focus a little more on other stuff uh, and put that off to the side. It was supposed to be the other way around, but because if we stick to doing all the time stuff in real life, we're going to not only bore people, but we're going to run out of stuff to talk about. This wasn't real life because I don't have a plantation on the moon run by robotic slaves. Do you? I bet you wish. I would. I Unapologetically, I would because... Robots are robots, and they don't deserve rights. I mean, well, now we're just looping in a circle, but... Yeah. Well, I, I think that about does. I mean, is there really anything else to go about? We kind of went over everything. I I think it would be cool. I really think... I, I truly think it would be cool. In fact, now thinking about it, we said we were going to do on Discord, not we those listening on the podcast that found us through the podcast. We originally were going to do kind of this episode but not this episode we were going to stick to more tech but this is basically what the first episode was supposed to be but never made it because what we did is the first day with the first day the first recording day we did two episodes the first episode was the first time we ever did it and it just didn't turn out right so we did it again and it turned out pretty good yeah that's the one that you heard and then there's the one we just did like an hour ago in, in real time in real life as of this recording and then there's this. So I think, I think really what we did was is we just had to get into it. We yeah. did. 
You know? and, and the first episode that recorded before this, that one is obviously going to be a little less relaxed than this one, because this one we're actually in the mood and we've done it. Right. And I mean, experience and knowledge, you can learn knowledge. You can sit here and learn in school, whatever, anything in the world you want to. I could sit here for thousands of hours and, and study physics, but until I actually start, you know, if I, okay, maybe I'll, I'll use more real, I could study electronics for hundreds of hours, but until I actually use one, it's just, it's not the same. You know how to use one, but you don't use one. Just like before I got Team Fortress 2 on my Epic computer, I, I, I researched the game and I researched how to play it, got into the game. I died left and right because I I know how to play the game, but I didn't know how to play the game. You know you you know what to do, but you don't have the skill for it. Yeah, it's like wisdom versus intelligence. That's basically what I said. It kind of goes hand in hand, uh, pretty much. The wisdom is you know how to survive out in the wilderness. Knowledge is actually mm. catching the fish. Well, you you, yeah. you can know how to catch a fish. I know how to catch a fish. But because I've never done it, I'm not going to catch any fish. I've caught a fish. Well, you know, like, like you're never going to be, you're never going to be good the first time. I don't, you just... I caught the fish the first time. <laughs> okay, but, uh, but no, I mean, you're not, you're not going to master the trade the first time. You always need the first time. Perseverance. I'm glad we did not upload the first recorded episode. Actually, I think we might upload it. I think we should upload it. Really? Yeah. Maybe, maybe later on as like a homage to... Yeah, the where it all started. Maybe we'll dub over in the beginning explaining it so that people actually know if they didn't listen to this one. But you know, I think it turned out... I mean, this is the first time we've ever done anything like this. In fact, this is the first time I've ever even talked into a real microphone. I've had experience on a microphone before, but I haven't actually tried to do anything for, on a professional level. So, I mean, other than the bird and washing machine and my mom... Uh, I think it's gone pretty well. Yeah. Meet us next month, where we finally buy our million-dollar recording studio in the Bahamas. Uh, <laughs> well, well uh, do you want to give the honors this time? Why not? You, you always do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know... We wouldn't do these podcasts if you didn't listen to them, and you don't, because my playlists are still low. But, seriously though, if people don't watch these, there's no reason to make them other than have fun. And I know that we're not going to be famous overnight, but I want this to turn into an actual thing that we do on a regular basis, and I want this to turn into... I want people to listen. Yeah, this is more of a, of a half-joke podcast that we're doing. It's not all serious all the time. Like, this episode would be considered a less serious one. But, it, you know, I hope it's enjoying. I hope you enjoyed listening to this one and the last one. I hope you keep listening. I'm Tripsy. I'm Jimothy. This is the JNT Experience. 